Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Who is Jesus? We have spent the last 11 podcasts trying to answer that question. And we've come to the conclusion from the Word of God that He is the pre-existent, eternal God of very God who came down and was born to a virgin, the Virgin Mary, and became a man. So he was fully man, fully human, and fully God. And as he grew into manhood, he spent approximately three to three and a half years of public ministry on this earth. And uh, he revealed God to us. He lived a perfect, sinless life. And then at the end of that period... He did what he came to do. He went to the cross, took up on the sins of those who would believe, and died to pay for those sins. And then he did exactly what he predicted he would do. On the third day, he rose again from the grave. He was the risen, glorified Christ. And 40 days later, he ascended back to the Father. And we have seen that now, uh, as he is in heaven... He is ministering to us as our high priest, as our mediator, as our intercessor, and that he is there preparing a place for us so that where he is, we're going to be with him forever. But we conclude today by looking again at uh, where he is and who he is as the glorified Christ. In Philippians chapter 2, we studied this passage uh, about the fact that he was uh, born into this earth as a human, that he laid aside, that he temporarily suspended uh, some of his attributes, um, uh, and and he he veiled himself, the kenosis of Christ. Uh, But then here in uh, verse 9, it says, For this reason... And the reason that he became a man, he became obedient to death, death on the cross. He humbled himself. For this reason also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So there is a promise that not just a few, uh, but that every being, every creature will bow the knee to Jesus Christ and acknowledge the fact that he is Lord. That just means that he is the ruling, sovereign, all-powerful authority. Uh, He is not that babe in a manger. He is the exalted, glorified Lord of Lords and King of Kings and every knee will bow. Now there's two ways that that can happen. One, we can willingly bow as we yield to to him and surrender to him and begin to follow him. Or we can reject him and one day, one day when it's too late, we will bow and acknowledge that he's Lord uh, as as we are as as those that reject him are judged and judged eternally. And and I hope that that's, that's not where you're headed today. Well, one of my favorite passages in the scriptures is found in the last book of the Bible, 
Revelation chapter 1. Verse 1 says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his bondservants the things which must soon take place. And he sent and communicated it by his angel to his bondservant John. So those first five words in that verse, the revelation of Jesus Christ, the unveiling of Christ, the uncovering of Christ, the revealing of Jesus Christ. And this is uh, the Lord Jesus Christ that the Apostle John who wrote this book got a vision of. And in his very first vision, he saw Jesus. And in, in verse 10 of chapter 1, it says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet saying, Write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamum, to Thyatira, to Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Now, these were seven churches in Asia Minor, what is now uh, modern-day Turkey today. And uh, th- and this, this letter was to be circulated through those seven churches and and beyond and so John said then in verse 12 then I turned to see the voice that was speaking with me and having turned I saw seven golden lampstands and in the middle of the lampstands I saw one like a son of man now uh, uh, just quickly those seven golden lampstands we find out at the end of this chapter represent those seven churches and um, the person standing in the middle of those seven churches, one like a son of man, is none other than the glorified Lord Jesus Christ. Let's see how he is, um, how, how he is described here. Uh, he was clothed in a robe reaching to the feet. Uh, that's a, like a high priestly robe. And the readers would have been familiar with that from the Old Testament priests. And he was girded across his chest with a golden sash. His head and his hair were white like white wool, like snow. Now, that white is not just like our normal color white, but it was a, it was a brilliant, glowing white. And his eyes were like a flame of fire. Those were the penetrating, all-knowing, piercing, all-seeing eyes. Uh, the eyes that could see right down into the very heart and soul, right into, our, into the motives. Verse 15, his feet were like burnished bronze when it's been made to glow in a furnace. That is, uh, that bronze would take them back to the Old Testament tabernacle and the bronze there. And again, it is a symbol of, of judgment, of judgment. And it says, um, his voice was like the sound of many waters. That is the powerful, uh, um, all-powerful voice, that, 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 uh, that voice of authority there. And in his right hand, he held seven stars. And by the way, we find out later those seven stars are the seven messengers or pastors of those seven churches. And so he holds in his right hand of authority those pastors, his right hand of strength and protection. And out of his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword. That would have been the word of God, his very inspired word, his truth. And his face was shining like the sun, shining in its strength. And so uh, I hope you've never looked directly into the sun and stared into it. That's, that's impossible. Well, that is the power, the brilliance, the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ there. Um, and the scriptures say in verse 17, and John says, When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. 
And so I want to juxtapose this scene to the scene right b- before Jesus died on the night he died when he was in the upper room with his disciples. And uh, this person that's writing this uh, uh, uh book right here that we're reading is the Apostle John, also known as the Beloved Apostle. And the night of Jesus' death, we find the Beloved Apostle leaning on the breast of Jesus. He is there in close uh, in close proximity to Jesus, and he loves Jesus. And, and there is that close, tit, night, uh, um, uh, tight friendship. And... Um, and so we see that there versus what we see here. Now, same Jesus, same John, but John has fallen at his feet as dead because this is Jesus unveiled in all of his glory, in all of his power. He is the post-risen, post-ascended, glorified Lord Jesus Christ. He is the King of kings and he is the Lord of lords. And so we've got to understand that. We've got to understand that uh, he's not just that baby in the manger. He's not just the man that walked this earth, but he is God of very God. When he walked this earth, he was still God of very God, but he had veiled. Again, I said laid aside. He had, he had voluntarily limited the use of his attributes at points, and, and he had subjected them to the Father and to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so they didn't see him in his full glory, but now John is seeing him in his full glory, and he can't stand it. He falls as a dead man. But the Bible says, He, Jesus, placed his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last, the living one, and I was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys, or the authority over death and of Hades. And so this is the Jesus that we're, we're looking at. Well, if you skip over to, to, to chapter 5 of Revelation, in verse 11, you see another scene. It says, Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne and living creatures and the elders. And the number of them were myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And every created thing which is in heaven and on the earth and under under the earth and on the sea and all things in them, I heard saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be blessing and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever. Did you hear that? That is that future worship in heaven of everything, and it is a fulfillment again of Philippians chapter 2, where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. But then as we go on over to Revelation chapter 19, the scene is not just worship, but it says, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on it is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and wages war. His eyes are a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems or crowns. And he has a name written on him which no one knows except himself. He is clothed with the robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which are in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him on white horses. And from his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with it he may strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. And he treads the winepress of the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty. And on his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Think about that one for a moment. And then over in chapter 20, verse 11, it says, Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whom the whole pres- his presence, earth and heaven, fled away, and no place was found for them. 
And I saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged from the things which were written in the books according to their deeds. And the sea gave up the dead which was in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every one of them, according to their deeds. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Here we see the Christ the judge. Uh, and, and here we see those that didn't bow willingly before him, that didn't acknowledge him, that didn't turn to him and follow him and receive him and trust in him. Those now are bowing when it's too late and they are judged and they are forever separated from Almighty God. This is the powerful King of kings and Lord of lords. This is Jesus. This is who Jesus is. And we have to understand that. Right now, we enjoy his mercy and his grace. We enjoy the opportunity to turn to him and to trust him and follow him and, and to uh, allow him to, to uh, save us, save us from judgment. Time is still available for that, but one day it will be too late. And so I hope today that you are bowing before him as Lord of Lords and as King of Kings. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.